What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Pick Six Nation. This is going to be episode number 95. And my guest for this episode is Philip Hankus. Philip, thank you for coming back on. It's good to be here. Thank you. It's, it's nice having you on. Let's talk some football. All right. Now we have the Lamar Jackson situation. Defensive coordinators, moronic take on Lamar Jackson. Defensive coordinators, moronic take on Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes says that the specific criticism of black quarterbacks is weird. Training camp, NFL plus launches, NFL quarterback tiers from the athletic. Dan Snyder testifies the Jimmy Garoppolo situation, the Debo Samuel situation, the Roquan Smith situation, the Derwin James situation, the Deontay Johnson situation. DK Metcalf and Seahawks agreed a three-year $72 million contract, contract extension. Uh, Kyler Murray contract update. Travis Kelsey raise. Robbie Anderson changes the spelling of his first name. Robbie Anderson moves on from past comments about Baker Mayfield. Um, uh, Chargers hire Pat White as offensive assistant. Falcons hire Marcus Mariota. Falcons name Marcus Mariota starter. 49ers release D Ford. Danny Amendola retires. Chris Carson retires. KJ Wright retires. Uh, Jason McCourty joins Good Morning Football. Lori Lightfoot Stadium proposal. Devontae Adams clarifies comparison of Rodgers and Carr. Dak Prescott wants this season to be the golden year. Dak Prescott says that not having to worry about injuries is a blessing. Tyreek Hill says that Tua Tagovailoa is the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Bill Belichick says that Mac Jones has made huge strides. Cameron Hayward says that Ben Roethlisberger's comments about current players rubbed him the wrong way. Minka Fitzpatrick says that it was really important that the Steelers brought back Terrell Edmonds. Minka Fitzpatrick, or no. Okay, let's actually switch. Uh, we're going to switch these top, just switch, do some switching a bit. Okay. Uh, Terrell Edmonds, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick starting on NFI list because of a wrist injury. Uh, Chase Claypool believes that George Pickens will be the best rookie wide receiver. Michael Gallup, ACL. Chase Young to miss some time as a result of ACL injury. Traylon Burks update. Lovey Smith as John Mechie III addressed the Texans following John Mechie's leukemia diagnosis. Jamal Adams sustains broken finger. Mike Tomlin says that he doesn't want to micromanage key quarterback competition. Questia Adolfo Mensum says that Kirk Cousins is good, but on the level of Pat Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. Uh, officer shoves A.J. Dillon. Packers extend LaFleur, Goodekunst, and Balm. Bears have the Highland Park School high school football team at training camp. Robert Quinn says that he wants to stay with the Bears. Mecky Becton moves to right tackle. Corey Clement to the Ravens, Julio Jones to the Buccaneers. Todd Bull says that Julio that signing Julio Jones is an added luxury. Todd Bull, oh no, Todd Bulls says that signing Julio Jones is an added luxury. Todd Bull says that Russell Gage is standing out in the Buc Buccaneers wide receiver room. Todd Bull says that Ryan Jensen could miss significant time. Jerry Jones says that Ezekiel Elliott is the focus of the running game. Justin Field says that Chicago has some passionate fans. Quan Alexander to the Jets. Carlos Dunlap to the Chiefs. 
Mark Ingram, the second Andy Dalton jersey number deal. Uh, Mike Brown says that the focus is to extend Joe Burrow and Joe Burrow appendix. All right, let's go to the Lamar Jackson situation. There's still no deal so far, but there could be a deal done very soon. And it'd be really nice to see him get a massive contract contract extension because it is much deserved. Agreed. <laughs> I think they're probably just sort of, it's always, I think with those, like the amount of money, my guess is the Ravens are thinking with like a mobile quarterback like him, there's always a chance of injury. So they probably don't want to, you know, give away more guaranteed money than they have to. Right. Right. I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan. I'd be a huge fan of a Lamar extension. He's a great player. He also gets a lot of undeserved hate, unfortunately. And I, I think he's going to continue to prove the haters wrong. Agreed. Yeah. Like from the Ravens perspective and from Lamar's perspective, they're looking at what Kyler got. That's a probably an overpay for Kyler. Um, and Lamar's definitely better than Kyler. And so, you know, Lamar's saying, I need at least that. Um, yeah. And that's going to make the, the Ravens' line much more difficult. Right. I think we got it right now. Cool. All right. Um, Philip, do you think we nailed it? Yep. All right. Now let's go to defensive coordinator's moronic take on Lamar Jackson. I mean, this is so stupid. It, it's so yeah. it, it's so dumb. He is a tier one quarterback. He is in that category, belongs there. Not only that, like if you were to win 12 MVPs, like you'd be a good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be an amazing quarterback, legendary tier. <laughs> it's a it's a moronic statement. Yeah. It's also it's just like, okay, like Lamar is probably like. Like, I think he's probably, like, a good enough thrower that if he didn't have all the athleticism, he could maybe be, like, you know, an like, an average, maybe, quarterback. But when you take, like, you know, a like, an average, like, maybe a little above average arm with, like, everything else he has, it's, like, so silly. Yeah. Yeah. Great thrower. Great runner. He's so – he's amazing. What a hell of a player. And I can't believe – that he gets so much undeserved hate. Yeah. It really sucks. Yeah, it does. It does. All right. I think we got that situation. Uh, I mean, no, I want to actually add a little more here. I mean, not only is the defensive court, I mean, the defensive coordinator is choosing to remain anonymous. I mean, it's cowardice. It, it's complete cowardice. Totally. And no, no one, no one would say that, like, you know, if it weren't anonymous and chances are like Lamar is probably lighting up that guy's defense anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. That chance is definitely possible. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's wild. All right. Now let's go to Defensive coordinator's moronic take on Patrick Mahomes. I mean, like. Similarly bad. Yeah. yeah. 
they would never describe Josh Allen as playing street ball. They would never say that about Josh yeah. Allen. Or like, 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 I feel like depending on how you phrase it, like playing street ball can like kind of be a compliment. Like, you know, if you're just like making stuff up and like, you're, you're just balling out, you know? Um, but like the way they, like that guy said it, it was like, Oh, he plays street ball. Cause he's like, not, you know, professional enough to play like real football, but it's like, no, like he's playing street ball. Cause he's like better than everyone. Uh, and he can, you know, like Tom Brady can't really oh. play. Like, yeah. But like Mahomes can't cause he's got like all the talent in the world. Yeah. And also, uh, Mahomes is great, and he's not a one-read quarterback. He definitely, he definitely won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's just weird yeah. that he's getting so much undeserved hate as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unbelievable. All right, I think we got it there. Cool. Yeah. Now let's go to Patrick Mahomes says that the specific criticism of black quarterbacks is weird. And that's absolutely true. What he said is absolutely true. It's weird. It's extremely messed up. It's a strange. Yeah. Let's go to that. We're going to go to that article. Uh, I think it's on ESPN. Uh, Uh, let's go. Yeah, it's on ESPN. It's called, it's called Kansas city chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, specific criticism of black quarterbacks, uh, weird in quotes. Uh, and it's written by Adam Tyker mm-hmm. and The article says Patrick Mahomes said he read about the study clause inserted into Kyler Murray's contract and heard the criticism of his own play and that of other black quarterbacks. Mahomes said he wouldn't go as far as to say black quarterbacks are evaluated differently than their white counterparts, but he did say he found it interesting that only black quarterbacks are subject to certain types of criticism. It also says, obviously, uh, the black quarterback has had to battle to be in this position that we are to have this many guys in the league playing, Mahomes said Friday after the Kansas City Chiefs concluded a training camp practice. Every day we're proving that we should have been playing the whole time. We've got guys that can think just as well as they can use their athleticism. It's always weird when you see guys like me, Lamar Jackson, Kyler, kind of get on them, get that on them when other guys don't. But at the same time, we're going out there to prove ourselves every day to show we can be some of the best quarterbacks in the league. Mahomes went on to say that he still has plenty to prove. Uh, You always feel like you have more to prove. He said, I promise Tom Brady is feeling that like he has more to prove that comes with any sport, any competitor. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. (laughs) They build you up to tear you down. You've got to kind of know that. For me, it's all about how I can make myself better, not what other people say. How can I make myself better so that we go out there and play football games? At the end of the day, nothing matters until you're on that football field playing, and that's where you get to prove 
who you are every single day. In a recent story in The Athletic, an unnamed NFL defensive coordinator said Mahomes' games fall, Mahomes, Mahomes' game falls apart when he's forced to go beyond the first read. However, Mahomes otherwise received glowing reviews from other coaches in the piece and was ranked as the number two quarterback in the NFL. Jackson, in the same story, was called less than a top-level quarterback, also by an unnamed defensive coach, yet was still ranked as the 10th best signal caller in the league. Murray recently signed a contract that required him to study game material on his own for four hours per week. The Cardinals later removed that requirement from his contract. Yeah. I agree. I, I a thousand. What were you saying? It's just weird. Yeah. I, I a thousand percent agree with Patrick Mahomes on what he just said. Yep. I do too. Yeah. All right, I think uh, we got it there. Now let's go to training camp. Uh, there's a lot to take away from training camp. Um, we have Ryan Jensen, unfortunately, uh, left knee injury. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Todd Bowles had said that he could be out for a significant amount of time. Mm-hmm. Really unfortunate injury. Uh you have uh, the Josh Allen uh, fight situation, but I don't think that's anything to be like really make a huge deal about. I don't think that's that's not going to sabotage. That's not going to sabotage their season. Yeah, I, I think they'll they'll work it out. Yeah, and they have, and the Bucks have also, yeah, for sure. All Bucks have also been looking. They have uh, uh, they have potential replacements for Ryan Jensen. Uh, J.C. Treader had been one of them. I mean, you also have uh, um, you have Aaron Rodgers paying homage to uh, Nicholas Cage's character. Yeah. Uh, 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 I think his name, yeah, Karen Poe from uh, I think it was Con Air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. And then you have Russell Wilson uh, coming to training camp. Uh, in his pickup truck and wearing his own jersey. I thought that was really cool yeah. as well. Cool. Uh, there's a lot to take away from training camp. I mean, you have Kyer Elam or Elam impressing for the Bills in training camp too. I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, I, I think so too, man. I, I really think so too. That was a good pick by the Bills. Yeah, that was a solid pick. I 100% agree with you on that. Uh, what was it? Uh, let me think. Hold on one second. Uh, I mean, you have Anthony Schwartz, unfortunately, going down with a knee injury as well. Uh, you have that unfortunately happening. Uh, I'm come on. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. Come on. Um, I mean, we could talk about like where Kevin Jenkins is. He's missing in action. Yeah, that's rough. 
Uh, He's got some injury that the, the oh. Bears. Well. Yeah. Josh Allen got into that scuffle with Jordan Phillips. I mean, again, I it's really nothing to like make a huge deal about. It is training camp. It's a heat of the moment thing. Uh, yeah. I think it's not going to sabotage the Bills this season at all. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills will be will still be great this year. I also still think the Bucks would be great this year too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I'm excited about training camp. We're close to the season. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, we're really close to preseason. I know. Yeah. Like first games are like the 12th yeah. August or something. There's a preseason game um, August 4th at 7 p.m. And it's the Jaguars and the Raiders. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's going to be really fun. I think there's a lot of good that's come from training camp so far. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of good from training camp. A uh, lot of positive news. And I'm pumped. I can't wait for the season. Philip? Me too. I'm, I'm excited and I knew it was close. I didn't realize how close it was. So that's, that's always exciting. Feels like it's coming sooner than I thought. Yeah. I think we have 30, is it 38 days? Yep. Yeah, 38, 38 days until the regular season, too. Mm-hmm. So, All right, I think we got it. Uh, Philip. what else do you want to say about training camp? I think we covered it. I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm happy it started. There's always, you know, news every day now, which is fun, and I uh, can't wait for that first preseason game. Let's do it. All right, I think we got it. Now let's go to NFL Plus launches, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. great because the NFL, I think, definitely going to become more uh, streaming service oriented than versus cable TV. Uh, This is great. I mean, you get a lot of the out-of-market preseason games and out-of-market regular season games. This is great. Uh, It's great for football fans, and it's a huge win. I'm with you. I mean, it seems like so far pretty reasonably priced and uh you know i'm sure you've been there where it's like the one national game you get when like the bears are not playing or when the bears are playing like sunday night and it's like some two terrible teams you don't you can't watch anything else uh i'm excited for for nfl plus yeah me too i'm i'm very excited all right I think we got it there. I mean, we can let's go to NFL quarterback tiers from the athletic. Uh, There's some interesting stuff there. Yeah. Uh, they had a, a Lamar Jackson. I think that Lamar Jackson in tier two, and he should be a tease to tier one guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would you put him in uh, tier one over? Who are you taking out of? Uh... Justin Herbert. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, you're probably right. Yeah, I mean, Herbert doesn't have the, like, success that 
Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I have my top list of top 10 quarterbacks right now. That is uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Matthew Stafford, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Dak Prescott. That's my top 10 right now. Who would you have in your top 10? Oh, man. Uh, I would probably go Rodgers, Allen, Brady, Mahomes. Uh, I might have Burrow five, maybe Herbert, maybe Lamar. Um, Then I'd probably have Stafford, honestly. Um, Then maybe Dak. And then... I don't know. Maybe Derek Carr. I don't know. I, I, I'd have to take some more time to think about it. Um, yeah. There's so many good ones right now. It's, it's, it's hard to pick. Yeah. M- Lamar Jackson should be in tier. He is a tier one quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly surprised he's not. Yeah. I'm pretty surprised he's not too. Uh, yeah, that's it's pretty wild. Uh, go back to tier, go back to that list for a sec. I was gonna, I just pull it up if you need it. Hang on, hang on one second. Uh, so 38. I'm pulling something up right now um, on my phone. Yeah, because I had, I mean, yeah, because, um, yeah, I put uh, Herbert in tier two, uh, Watson, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And Stafford in tier one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say that for sure. Uh, I Phillip? agree. Yeah, I took Russell Wilson out of the top 10. Yeah, I think he's got to prove some stuff in, in Denver before he can jump back into tier one. So, yeah. He's a great quarterback, by the way. He's a deep ball master. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And he's dead. He's dead. of all time. Russell Wilson is in the top 10 for sure. For sure. Yeah. He, he is top 10 of all time for sure. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, 
uh yeah i think we got it uh anything else you want to go over no i think we got it all right cool uh now let's go to let's go back to our topics here we have dan snyder testifies so interesting yeah there's some so almost 11 hours like 11 hours too mm-hmm. yeah oh my god I, I mean, don't know about that. Yeah, there's a lot there. <laughs> I mean, not only has Dan Snyder been absolutely responsible for the tumultuous, uh, for the uh, the turmoil of the Washington Commanders, mm-hmm. and he's pretty much hated throughout the league. Yep. Yeah, he should not be the owner of that team. He, he needs to go. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, he, he has to go. No, no disagreement there at all. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think it's really interesting, like, you know, the NFL always does, you know, internal investigations and kind of the things, but now that, like, you know, Congress is getting involved, things get really interesting really quickly. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Cool. I think we got it. Now let's go to the Jimmy Garoppolo situation. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you have any strong feelings? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, they are planning. They are going to make Trey Lance is going to be the guy there, and the 49ers – the 49ers organization loves Trey Lance. They're very, the players are very high on him too, which is good. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're very high on Trey Lance, and that's very encouraging. Mm-hmm. Fred Warner has said that Trey Lance is ready. I mean, you have so much encouraging information mm-hmm. from the 49ers, uh, from the 49ers base, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think like, they kind of they have in Jimmy and so and like you know what they have in Jimmy isn't going to win them a Super Bowl um yeah but Trey Lance has the traits to be that guy so um it'll just be interesting where Jimmy ends up yeah it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up too all right I think we got it on the Jimmy Garoppolo agreed all right now let's go to the Debo Samuel situation this is very interesting as well. He's going to get a massive contract extension. It's much deserved. I mean, John Lynch never wanted him leaving. The 49ers, uh, the 49ers love him. Mm-hmm. They're, they're huge fans of Debo Samuel. And he's had a great, he was great last season. Absolutely deserves a massive contract extension. Not only that, uh, we have uh, we had a tweet from Sheena Quick, who's Panthers beat reporter. Uh, the Panthers beat reporter. No, beat writer, excuse me. Beat writer. Mm-hmm. No, beat writer, my bad. Uh, beat writer. Uh, this is from Herb, 
And she says, uh, she tweeted, per source, the Debo Samuels deal, Debo Samuel, uh, Debo Samuel deal should be done soon. Guaranteed could be as much as 70 million. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Debo Samuel deserves a massive deal. Also, yep. uh, Sheena Quick was on the Pat McAfee show and she told them, she told them that she thinks that Baker will be the starter in Carolina. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I agree with her too. I think that's probably the best bet, but you never know how that's going to shake out. And also talked about how uh, Sam Darnold had taken the first team reps, then uh, the first team reps on the 27th, I think. And then Baker took the first team reps on the 28th. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll uh, yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Cool. Panthers beat writer. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see how that all plays out. I can't wait to see what happens with Debo, Sam, Debo Samuel. Yeah, I mean, I, he kind of what we've said, he definitely deserves it. He's a weapon. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of teams in the draft were looking for their own Debo Samuel. So, you know. Yeah, a thousand percent. He's going to set the market. All right, I think we got it. Now let's go to the Roquan Smith situation. Uh, this is interesting as well because uh, he should play for the he should play for the Bears this year. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't have an agent, which always makes things very. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I think like the way like Poles and Eberflus are talking about him. It makes me think that they want to sign him. But I also like sort of they've got the cap space to make him a very attractive offer. And it seems a little strange that it's not done yet. So I don't really know what to make of that situation. Yeah. He's also held also held out of training camp. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I, I think the Roquan Smith situation will be good. I think he's going to play for us next year, and I'd be super pumped. Yeah, no, that, that's one you got to get done. I yeah. Think that's the leader of your defense. That's, you know, everything you want um, in a player. So they got to get that one done. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I think we got the Roquan Smith situation. Now let's go to the Derwin James situation. He's holding in right. He's held in. Um, mm -hmm. I think he's going to get a massive deal as well because Derwin James is such a solid player. Yep. And you definitely can be like, you know, that's sort of um, like his skill set and like his ability to play all over kind of the field um, is like just be used in creative ways that like defensive coordinators love that. And so like my, my guess is he's going to get a nice contract. Yeah. He's going to get a big contract contract and a much deserved contract extension. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Agreed. absolutely uh, much deserved. All right, I think we got it on Derwin James. I mean, hopefully, hopefully a huge contract comes uh, for him and hopefully Lamar gets a massive contract as well. He deserves it. Agreed. All right, I think we got it there. Now let's go to the Deontay Johnson situation. Mm, yeah. They're still waiting on a potential contract as well. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you think is going to happen there? I don't have a good good vibe on this one. I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. He is... Uh, Yeah, he should get a big deal, but I, I don't think they're going to, like, rush that so much with uh, Deontay Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll probably, yeah, they'll probably, like, go slow and then just, like, see kind of what happens. Yeah. I think he's also holding in, too. Mm, yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, Deontay Johnson is holding in too. So hopefully he, he will get a massive contract. He's a great, he's a great wide receiver. Uh, I think he's definitely gonna have a great year this year. I do too. All right, I think we got it on Deontay Johnson. Cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, now let's go to DK Metcalf and Seahawks agreed to a three-year $72 million contract extension. This is awesome for DK Metcalf. This is awesome for the Seahawks. It's a huge win for the, for the both of them. Uh, DK Metcalf is a fantastic wide receiver. He totally sure. deserve, deserves this contract extension. Uh, the amount of money guaranteed is $58.2 million. Um, let's go to smoke track quickly. Uh, DK Metcalf. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to find this contract. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, so... He also has a $30 million signing bonus too, and an average annual salary of 24 million too. Wow. That's getting yeah. it done. Yeah. That is good. On, on Spotrack, it also says that uh, Metcalf will earn, it says in 2022, Metcalf will earn a base salary of 1 million and a signing bonus. Well, we talked about the signing bonus part. Uh, mm. It also says while carrying a cap hit of 8 million. Uh, $838,827 and a dead cap value of $43,338,827. Cool. Yeah. It's a big, big deal. Yeah. Massively deserved. Uh, it's great for DK Metcalf. 
Uh, I'm super happy for him, super happy for the Seahawks. It's a huge win all around, and best of luck. Hopefully things continue to go well for DK Metcalf in Seattle. Absolutely. All right, I think we got it. Now let's go to the Kyler Murray contract update. This is kind of weird. I mean, you had the film, the film clause, the four-hour mm-hmm. addendum put into his contract, and then the Cardinals pulled it. Yep. I mean – it's odd. Yeah, it's really odd. I, I don't think they should have put – I mean, not only do the Cardinals look off by, like, they look off. Yeah. So it's weird. They should have never put the thing in there. Yeah. I mean, and also, Kyler Murray said that was um, – uh, Kyler Murray was not happy about it. Mm-hmm. As he should be. I mean, yeah. it makes – makes him look bad but it makes the cardinals look worse yeah that definitely makes the cardinals look pretty bad yeah he said he was knew kyler murray was not happy uh and he's absolutely. Yeah, I would. I mean, everyone I think would be unhappy in that situation. You're basically like calling out like how hard you work at something or how hard you try at something. Yeah, like, for sure, absolutely. In the media, yeah. Yeah, I, I I completely agree with you on that. Yeah, Kyler Murray uh, thought. It was very disrespectful. And uh, uh, it's also, uh, and it's also a joke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's an article on the New York Post by David Scott, and it's called uh, uh, Cardinals remove homework clause from Kyler Murray's contract after backlash. Uh, And it says in the article, um, Murray called an impromptu press conference on Thursday to address the clause in his contract and defend himself, saying that it's almost a joke. Mm -hmm. And that people were disrespecting him for thinking that he would be as successful as he is without putting in work away from the team. Uh, Also says to those of you out there that believe that I'd be standing here today in front of y'all without having a work ethic and without preparing, I'm honored that you think that, but it doesn't exist. It's not possible. It's not possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably true. Wait, I read the, uh, it's almost a joke and that people were dis- disrespecting. I read that part, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. Okay, got that. Um, yeah, I'm with Kyler Murray on this one. I mean, it makes the Cardinals look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Just makes them look really bad. Yeah, 100%. All right. Bad in the process. Yeah. 
All right. I think, uh, I think we got it on that one. All right. Now let's go to Travis Kelsey Rays. Uh, this is really, uh, this is good. Great for Travis Kelsey. Great for the chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, he's gonna. I think it's. I think it's a really. It's really good all around. Yeah, I think you know, he deserves it. He's such an important part of that team. So good for him. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Also got a three million raise, three million dollar raise as well. So he's earned it. He's yeah. worth it. Absolutely. You know. All right, I think we got it there. Uh, cool. Now let's go to Robbie Anderson changes the spelling of his first name. I mean, I completely understand Robbie Anderson doing that. Um, yeah, I completely understand him. Yeah, makes sense. There's an article about it. It's from is it Shiler Callahan, and it says it says Robbie Anderson gives explanation to changing the spelling of his name. Mm-hmm. Um, it says in the article. Panthers wide receiver Robbie Anderson is looking for a rebirth, so to speak. This offseason, he changed his jersey number from 11 to 3 and also changed the spelling of his name. That's my number from high school, Anderson said back in mid-June. It represents new beginnings, and that's how I feel in a lot of aspects of my life. A lot of growth, elevation, and you know it's saucy. It looked better than 11. Mm -hmm. Until Friday, we were unsure of the reasoning behind the slight change in the spelling of his name. Anderson explained the change and it was quite simple. That's how I used to spell it when I was younger. Then I switched it to, to the Y, but I kind of like, but I kind of like how it looked on paper. Better with the IE and what IE in quotes in mm-hmm. quote. And when I had IE in quote, no, the Y is in quote as well. IE quote, I had number three too. So I just kind of wanted to take it back. Yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, good for Robbie Anderson. Yeah, I think he's he's gonna do. He's gonna have a great season this year. For sure, absolutely. All right, I think we got it there. Now let's go to Robbie Anderson. Moves on from past comments about Baker Mayfield. This is great. I mean, he'll definitely get. I think he definitely gets the ball a lot from Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're definitely gonna become a great one-two uh, QB wide receiver combo. Yep. For sure. Yeah. There's an article by Anthony Rizzuti, and it's titled ba- ba- uh, Panthers uh, Panthers wide receiver Robbie Anderson moves on from past comments about Baker Mayfield. And And it says, 
Uh, back in April, uh, Carolina Panthers wide out Robbie Anderson. Robbie, Rob, well, Robbie Anderson with the Y <laughs> at the time made it clear that he wasn't interested in having Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield at the time on his team. But now that he is indeed on his team, has the air been cleared? According to Anderson, it didn't have to be. The seventh-year wide receiver, seventh-year receiver spoke with reporters on Friday following the third installment of training camp practice when asked by Joseph Person of The Athletic if he felt he had to patch things up with Baker with Mayfield. Anderson stated that there was no need. Nah, he said, that's like kind of water under the bridge. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. thousand percent. Makes a lot of sense. All right, I think we got it there. Great. Now let's go to Chargers hire Pat White as offensive assistant. This is great. Pat White absolutely tore it up at West Virginia as, as the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a player he was at West Virginia. Uh, I think it's just like, yeah, I mean, they're just trying to get as many like smart people in that offensive room as possible. And he's, you know, got good experience and probably a lot of knowledge so good hire yeah he was also um twice the big east offensive player of the year in 2006 and 2007 and he was also three first time it was third three first team all big east uh from 2006 to 2008 Mm -hmm. yeah Pat White absolutely destroyed it. He he's going to bring great expertise to the Chargers. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of this move by the Chargers. Uh, best of luck to him in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense, and I think you know there's a lot to be excited about there. Absolutely. All right, now let's go to. Falcons named Marcus Mariota starter. Uh, great move. Yeah. I mean, I, it'd be cool to see him, like, kind of rebound. Because, um, I mean, you know, he's got some interesting traits and some some good parts to his game. So, hopefully, you know, they can find something there that works for him and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right. Now, I think we got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good move by the Falcons. I mean, I know Matt Ryan is with the Colts now. Yep. So good move. I think, uh, I think it's, yeah, it's good. All right. I think we got it. Now let's go to 49ers release D Ford. Uh, D Ford was a great defense, great, uh, great defensive player. Great uh, linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'll definitely be on another team as soon as possible. Hopefully he is on another team as soon as possible. Just tough. Couldn't stay healthy. Oh, no, not like, no defensive end. Yeah. My bad. Wait, no. Yeah. He's defensive end.
It says linebacker somewhere, but it says defensive end somewhere else. Hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a defensive end. Yeah. Well, on Wikipedia, it says defensive end. It says outside linebacker. Okay. Well, okay, it's def it's yeah, it's defensive end. Okay, cool. All right, defensive end. Okay, yeah, D four would be a fantastic pickup from for any team looking for defensive end. I think D Ford's. I think D Ford would be a great pickup. Maybe he could go back to the Chiefs. Yeah, for sure. That might be yeah. a good spot. Yeah. All right. I think we got it there. Great. Now, I mean, actually, hopefully D Ford is on a team as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. I think that's how we wrap it up there. Yeah. All right. Now let's go to Danny Amendola retires. Um, Solid wide receiver, solid Fair. career uh, with the Patriots. He's, uh, I mean, like, I think, especially for a guy that didn't have, like, you know, amazing physical traits, very impressive career, um, you know, retirement well-deserved. Yeah. Very, very well-deserved. Got two Super Bowls as well. He's most known for stays with the New England Patriots. Great, solid wide receiver. Uh, hopefully his retirement goes very well for him. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's go to Chris Carson. And... Uh, um, this is really, it's really sad that he's not going to be playing football anymore, but he's doing the right thing for his health. Yeah. He was a great running back. Uh, he was drafted in 2017 by the Seattle Seahawks. I think he was a third. Let me see if he was a third rounder. Uh, seventh round. Okay. He was a seventh. He got picked in the seventh round and 249th overall. He was a great running back for the Seahawks. He was so fun to watch. He had that really unfortunate neck injury mm -hmm. in the 2021 season. Yep. That's tough. Yeah. And, uh, it's really, it's going to be really sad to see him not playing football anymore. Uh, great player for the Seahawks. Um, we will definitely miss him. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, we'll definitely miss him. Great player. Uh, 
uh, went to uh, Butler CC, went to Butler Community College, and then uh, went to Oklahoma State as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sad. It's going to be really sad to not see him playing football, but he did the right thing for his career. Um, yep. Uh, I think the Seahawks also released. Uh, there is something with the Seahawks. Uh, Carson. Uh, I do. I do need to pull this up too. Okay. The Seahawks. There's a. Uh, article called Seahawks running back Chris Carson retiring from NFL due to neck injury. It's by Tim Weaver. And in the article it has a tweet from Ian Rappaport and it says Seahawks star. This is from, uh, it said tweet had said, uh, star Seahawks star running back Chris Carson is retiring from the NFL due to, a neck in, due to a neck injury, sources say C- Seattle will officially release him with a failed physical designation under the mm-hmm. CBA that allows Carson to receive several million in injury protection benefits. Seattle does not, does right by him. Yeah. Yeah. Sad to see him go. Great. Pl- what a great player. And uh, um, hopefully his retirement goes very well. Absolutely. And goodbye to Seahawks to, to do that for him. What I want to see uh, if Chris Carson was a full, should be a pro bowler. Football reference. Oh, oh man, unfortunate that he's gone. Uh, hopefully, his retirement goes very well. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's go to KJ Wright retires. Um, he was a hell of a player for the Seahawks. Yep. He was a huge part of the Legion of Boom. Uh, got that Super Bowl victory over the it was over the, the Denver Broncos. Uh what a what a great player he was. Uh He did sign a one-day contract, then retire. He's, he's going to retire. Uh, yeah, it's sad to see. Uh, it's I think. What am I saying? He's a great linebacker. Great player for the Seahawks. 
huge part of the Legion of Boom defense. Uh, also got a Pro Bowl nod as well. Uh, yeah, what a great player he was. Um, yeah. He will definitely be in the Hall of Fame. I think he's a first ballot. Yep. Hell of a linebacker. Uh, For sure. Also, I really like him saying uh, that he prefers Gino as the starter. Um, well, Gino, the thing with him being Gino, Gino is the starter. Gino Smith is the starter. I think he knows the offense better, and I think he's better than Drew Locke. Yep. So for sure. Makes a lot of sense. All right. Uh, what a great player, great career. Um, all of the retirees that we mentioned, they were all fantastic. They were all fantastic players. Yep. All right. I think we got it now. And, uh, I think we got it. Uh, now let's go to Jason McCourty joins Good Morning Football. Mm-hmm. This this is awesome. Uh, congratulations to him. What a player he was. What a cornerback he was. Um, yeah. Uh, I he, think he's gonna, what are you saying? I think I think it'll be a great addition to that show. So yeah, absolutely. He brings a lot of great expertise. Uh, great with the Patriots and Dolphins. Jason McCourty was hell of a player. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. And he was also um, great with the Tennessee Titans too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great player. Uh, and he's going to bring a lot of expertise. Without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Now let's go to the Lori Lightfoot Stadium proposal. This is very interesting. Yeah, I think it's kind of a last-ditch effort. Um, I mean, the Bears have kind of said they're pretty much for sure going to leave. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's a cool idea in theory, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, the dome thing, it could potentially – I think it could potentially work out. I mean, having it a dome, kind of having like a hybrid, yeah, and adding a lot of extra stuff around Soldier Field. I think it's interesting. I mean, it could definitely work in a way. De- yeah. What do you say? What did you say? It's definitely interesting for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I think the Bears are going to move to Arlington Heights, though, most likely. Hmm. Hmm. I think it's hard to see them not. Yeah, because the city was paying for the stadium too. Yeah, exactly. And I think the, I mean, I, I guess it would just be better for the Bears to have their own place. Yeah. Yeah, where they control, like they're paying for the stadium, and they can do what they want with that. I guess that would be more financially uh, better for the Bears. Yep. 
for but sure. I, but I like having it in the city as a Paris fan. I I like that. Yeah. All right. I think we covered that topic. Uh, uh, Philip, what do you think? I think we got it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now let's go to Devonte Adams. Clarifies comparison of Rodgers and Carr. Uh, he uh, Devonte Adams had talked about. Uh, uh, going from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, from Rodgers to Carr. Yeah. Uh, hang on one second. Uh, and there's an article by Paul Gutierrez, and it's called Las Vegas Raiders Devontae Adams clarifies Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Hall of Famer, in uh, quotes comparison. Yep. And it says, a laughing Devontae Adams on sa- sa- Sunday clarified his recent comments that created a stir when he compared Aaron Rodgers, his former quarterback with the Green Bay Packers, to Derek Carr, his new quarterback with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, anytime you change quarterbacks from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment, Adams yep. told CBS Sports on Friday. Rodgers, who is entering his 18th NFL season, is a four-time league MVP and was also named MVP of the Packers Super Bowl. Uh, is XL, what's XLV in Roman numerals? Forty-five Super Bowl forty-five win. Carr, who is entering his ninth NFL season, is a three-time Pro Bowler, who holds virtually every passing record in Raiders franchise history, and just appeared in his first playoff game. A broken right leg ended his season two games before the twenty sixteen postseason. In parentheses, yeah, uh, but has a career record regular season record of just 57 70. Yep. Adams compared his initial comparison to a musical gaffe. He says, being a rapper, it's very vital. You've got to have the bars, obviously, Adams said Sunday. You know, you've got to have the bars. The line's got to be there, being a very, very, no, but a very, very vital and critical piece of being a rapper is the delivery, right? I wasn't a great rapper the other day. What I'm not going to do is take away from that statement because why is Derek not a Hall of Famer? What I meant, I left one key word out of there because that's not exactly what I meant. But I do think that Derek's career is Hall of Fame work. But but I do think that Derek's career is Hall of Fame worthy and why not? Does he have the MVPs right now? No. Has he won a Super Bowl? Not yet. That's obviously what we're chasing. Yeah. I think that's a good clarification. Yeah. It also says in the article, uh, Adams and Carr were college teammates at Fresno State, and Carr's presence in Las Vegas was a huge factor in the all-pro receiver being traded to the Raiders this offseason. But what I meant was to, to say was, even if you go Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, it's an adjustment. I wasn't saying Hall of Famer Aaron to Hall of Famer Derek, so I'm not retracting my statement at all. In fact, Adams defended his once and current quarterback. 
Derek's career, honestly, you look at the numbers that he's had and what he's had to work with and the adversity that he's had in Oakland and coming to Vegas and the type of stuff that's been going on there and here in the past, which hopefully we're putting all that stuff to bed. But yeah, I didn't deliver that message the way I had in my head, that I had in my head, Adam said. So later when I saw the original quote in brackets written out, it kind of made my stomach drop a little bit because I was like, oh God, here we go. People are going to blow this up and take everything I say. We're the only team in camp right now. Adams laughed. But what I'm not going to do is say Derek is not going to be a Hall of Famer because at the end of the day, I believe dash dash. And this is not putting any expectations or any added pressure on him because it puts that type of pressure on himself because of what he expects every time he touches the field. Adam said, but yeah, I did not mean to say exactly that. I'm going to reiterate dash dash. Even if you go from Hall of Famer to even another Hall of Famer, it's going to be an adjustment. Anytime you change quarterbacks is what I was getting at. So take that and run with it and do whatever you want to do with it. Yeah, I think that's pretty thoughtful stuff. Yeah. I think it's great. It's a great clarification from Devontae Adams. And I can't wait for him and Derek Carr to be uh, the wide receiver, a great wide receiver quarterback combination. Yeah. In the NFL. For sure. All right. I think we got it. Now let's go to Dak Prescott wants the season to be the golden year. I, I love that Dak Prescott is saying that. Dak Prescott had a fantastic season last year, almost one comeback player last year, but that went to Joe Burrow. And mm-hmm. the season before, Dak Prescott had a horrible injury and yep. that uh, torpedoed his season. Yep. But it's great to see uh, – that I, I love Dak's confidence. I think it's great. I think he's going to do very well this year. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I, I think it'd be great if he, they had a good year. Yeah. I think it was Dak that got 21 votes in comeback. Um, comeback player of the year went to Joe Burrow. He got uh, – I think it was Dak that got 21 votes. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to like uh, boats NFL 2022. Yeah. Um, Burrow got 28 and Dak Prescott got 21. Yeah. So I think Dak is going to have a solid season. Best of luck to him. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now let's go to another great thing that Dak Prescott said. And that is Dak Prescott says that not having to worry about injuries is a blessing. And this is great. Uh, It is a blessing. I absolutely agree with Dak Prescott on that. Uh, I think I think he's going to have a solid season, like I said earlier. Same. Total, total agreement here. All right. I think we got it there. 
All right. I think we got it. Uh, Philip, what do you think? Yeah, I do too. All right. Let's go. Now let's go to Tyreek Hill says that Tua Tagovailoa is the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. I love that Tua is trying to hype up his quarterback. I think it's a great move by Tua. I think they're going to connect a lot. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I think you got to kind of build confidence, and that's a good way to do it. So um, I totally get it. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we got it there. Sure. Agreed. All right. All right. So now let's go to Bill Belichick says that Mac Jones has made huge strides. Absolutely agree. Uh, he definitely has made huge strides. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see him this year. Me too. Um, I'm also very excited about Tua as well. Yeah. I think both those guys will have, I mean, these are big years, probably a bigger year for Tua just because of all the weapons they got around him. But like, I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how both those guys, how their, how their years pan out. All right. Now I think we got it there. Cool. All right, now let's go to Cameron Hayward says that Ben Roethlisberger's comments about current players rubbed him the wrong way. I understand that take. Uh, I completely yeah. understand this from uh, Cameron Hayward. Yeah. Ben Wait, what were you saying? I was saying, I think it's a good response. Yeah. And Ben Roethlisberger had talked about the me first attitude and he did. Ben Roethlisberger would clarify his take, but there's also, there's also an article from Polina Dadai, and it's called Steelers. Cameron Hayward not pleased with Ben Roethlisberger's coddled, it coddled in quote remark quotes remarks, uh, rubbed me the wrong way. Quote in the quote, and it says, And it says uh, former uh, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger has ruffled the feathers of old teammates over his coddled comments, including Captain Karen Hayward, who said the remarks rub me the wrong way in quotes, coddled in quotes as well. Hayward, who's been with the team since 2011, addressed Roethlisberger's criticism on an episode of this podcast, Not Just Football, on Wednesday. He disagreed with Roethlisberger's me first in quotes, in quote, evaluation, the parent attack on a team he called home for two decades. Uh, he, it said, uh, man, they rubbed me the wrong way. Hayward said, Ben is a Hall of Fame quarterback and he has played 18 years in our league, all with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was a little bit upset about it because I was always raised to protect the locker room, protect the guys, dot, dot, dot. It looks as though we're looked at as selfish players. And I think that's not the point. Yep. 
yeah, I think that's a very thoughtful and, and understandable response. Yeah, he did, and it's later in the article. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, and it says later in the article, uh, Roethlisberger clarified his remarks on Thursday, saying he was talking about the NFL in general, not just Pittsburgh. I probably should have been more detailed and specific in what I said. He told uh, WDVE, it's not the majority of guys that feel that way. I was asked what the difference in the league is now from when I first got in. Even when Cam first got in, the mentality of the players, the toughness, to me, it was a very broad stroke comment. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot there. And I think both guys are, are like sort of trying to say, um, you know, something thoughtful. And so um, I thought... Hayward's response was was good. Yeah, I agree. I I like Hayward's response. I mean, uh, Ben Roethlisberger clarifying his comments was good too. Agreed. So, I agree. Cool. All right, I think we got it there. Now let's go to Minka Fitzpatrick. Says that it was really important that the Steelers brought back Terrell Edmonds. Uh, I think it's great that the Steelers brought back Terrell Edmonds. He's a huge part of that defense. Uh, I agree. I, I like it. I, I, I like the move by the Steelers. I think the Steelers can do very well this year. You have Minka's, Minka Fitzpatrick getting a huge contract in the off, earlier in this offseason. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of good that's coming from the Steelers. I agree. I think they should be an exciting team this year. All right. I think we nailed it there. For sure. Now let's go to Minka Fitzpatrick starting on NFI list uh, because of a wrist injury. Mm. Uh, very unfortunate. Uh, hopefully uh, Minka Fitzpatrick gets better as soon as possible. For sure. Uh, I think he was biking. Uh, let me see the Minka Fitzpatrick. It was a bike accident. Makes sense. And it says it's the article. There's an article by Sam Murphy, and it's called uh, Make a Fitzpatrick Suffers Minor Injury in Bike Accident. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, it says, former Crimson Tide standout and Pittsburgh Steeler all-pro safety, Make a Fitzpatrick will be unavailable for the start of minicamp due to an injury he suffered while biking on vacation this offseason. The injury is not believed to be serious, but it has provided some discomfort that will hold him out. With the season just around the corner, they will need Fitzpatrick to be ready for the week one matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. Fitzpatrick recently inked a four-year, $73.6 million deal with Pittsburgh to stay in the Steel City. 
So they will be as cautious with him as possible. Fitzpatrick was the cornerstone price of the Steelers defense in 2021. Alongside NFL Defensive Player of the Year, TJ Watt in 16 starts, Fitzpatrick accounted for 124 tackles, two interceptions, and seven passes deflected. And there's a tweet from Ari Marov, and it says, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin said star safety Minka Fitzpatrick fell off a bike and injured his wrist. Injured his wrist. Team doesn't believe it's anything serious, but he will begin training camp on the non-football injury list. Okay. Hopefully, Mika Fitzpatrick gets better as soon as possible. Hopefully, anyone that is injured gets better as soon as possible. Agreed. All right. I think we got it there. I do, too. Now let's go to Chase Claypool. Claypool believes that George Pickens will be the best rookie wide receiver. I love what Chase Claypool is saying. I love the belief he has in George Pickens. George Pickens was a really solid wide receiver at Georgia. Uh, I think the Steelers did a great job in picking him. I, uh, I think George Pickens is going to do well this year. Uh, I like that Chase Claypool is hyping him up for sure. I do too. I'm excited to see him. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. All right, I think we got it there. Now let's go to Michael Gallup, ACL. Uh, um, yeah, he will uh, miss some time. Uh, there's an update and it says he will uh, miss some time. It's a, it's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. Yeah. He's going to miss week one. Uh, Michael Gallup says he will miss week one. Uh, very uh, fortunate. Hopefully, Michael Gallup gets better as soon as possible. Yeah, I hope so too. Because I mean, you know, he's a fun player when he's healthy. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I think we got it there. I agree Great. with you on that for sure. Michael Gallup is a really solid player when he's healthy. I absolutely agree with you on that. Awesome. All right, now let's go to. Chase Young to miss some time as a result of ACL injury. Uh, this is rough as well. Um, he had injured, he tore, tore, injured his AC, tore his ACL in November. I think it was November of 2021. He tore his ACL. Uh, Chase Clay, no, Chase Young. Yeah, he's going to miss some time to open the 2022 season. Yeah, torn his right ACL in <clears throat> November of last year. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully Chase Young can refer can uh, recover as soon as possible. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. He's such a fun player to watch. He was excellent at Ohio State. Uh, yeah. It's going it's to be nice to see him back as soon as possible. That's a good player. Yeah, great player. All right, I think we got it there. Now let's go to Traylon Burke's update. Uh, 
Traylon Burks is getting better, which is good. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, Traylon Burks did have asthma. asthma. Uh, yeah, he's doing really well. I mean, he's been really doing well for the Titans and training and, uh, just doing well practicing with the Titans in training camp, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is really good. Definitely. Yeah. It's great to see him doing well. I mean, I think he's going to, I think he's going to do all the Titans. I think he, I, I, best of luck to him. Yep. Agree. All right. I think we got it there. Now let's go to Lovey Smith as John Metrie the third addressed the Texans following John Metrie the third's leukemia diagnosis. Uh, it's really sad that he got diagnosed with leukemia. Lovey mm-hmm. Smith is awesome for having him address the team. Uh, Lovey Smith did a great thing here. He's a great coach. He was great with the Bears. Yep, agreed. The class act. Yeah, yeah Lovey Smith is absolutely a class act. I think it'll help the Texans tremendously. I think so, too. I think they're going to be in a very, very interesting team this year. Yeah. (sighs) And the leukemia... that John Mechie has is the most curable one. Uh, He will likely miss all of the 2022 to 2023 season. Uh, I, I love, I love Lovey Smith. He's a great guy. He's a class act. And I love that he's having John Mechie the third address the team. I agree. Really cool. Yeah. All right. I think we got it. Agreed. Now let's go to Jamal Adams sustains broken finger. That This is really unfortunate as well. I um, think he got it uh, stuck in the helmet of another player. I want to see that really quickly. There's a, yeah, it got stuck in a helmet. Yeah, it did. There's an article and it's called by Michael Baca and it's called Seahawks Jamal Adams sustains broken finger will wear special cast for games. Uh, it says Jamal Adams is on the mend again, but the Seahawks star safety is doing his best not to miss any games in 2022. Adams sustained a broken finger after it got stuck in a helmet pr- during a recent practice NFL network insider Ian Rappaport reported Friday per source. Rappaport added that Adams is still expected to be practicing with the club. 
and will wear a special cast for games. If Adams needs to undergo surgery, which Rappaport noted is likely, the plan for Adams is to wait until after the 2022 season to have the operation. The news continues what has been an injury-laden tenure in Seattle for Adams, who has yet to complete a full season with the Seahawks. The former All-Pro underwent season-ending shoulder surgery following week 13 of last season, limiting his availability to 12 games in consecutive years. Um, hopefully, Jamal Adams gets better as soon as possible. Yep. He's such a fun player, so yeah, he can't go. A- absolutely fun, for sure. All right, I think we got that. Uh, now let's go to Mike Tomlin says that he doesn't want to micromanage quarterback competition. Uh, this is great. Uh, I like that Mike Tomlin is coming out and saying that. He's a great coach. I think he will do well with the quarterbacks for sure. Yep, that's like, like the worst you can do is like micromanage the competition. So, Yeah. He has been doing well, did well with Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, He did well with Ben Roethlisberger. He's done well. He's had pretty – he's done really well with the quarterbacks. Agreed. Yeah. I think it's going to continue to happen. Yeah, and I'm excited to see how that competition goes, who ends up winning. Absolutely. All right. I think we got it there. Now let's go to Quesio Adolfo Mensa says that Kirk Cousins is good, but on the level of Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, this is very interesting. Um, yeah. What do you think about it? I mean, I mean, I guess those are just like thoughts inside your head or something, and maybe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's not wrong. Yeah, that's true. The, the statement I mean, is true. The state, the the yeah. statement in and of itself is absolutely true. And it is I, absolutely true. Maybe Kirk Cousins would like agree with that too. Like, maybe I think Kirk thinks he's pretty good, but I don't think he thinks he's that good. Right. You know? So I don't know. Right. Right. I mean, I, I, and I wish the, absolutely wish the best for Aquesi Adolfo Mensa, who is the general manager of the Vikings. I, I think he can do a really good job. I think he's going to do a solid job. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah. All right. I think we got it there. Definitely. Now let's go to Officer Shoves AJ Dillon. And come on. Like, yeah, it was a weird one. That officer should have never that, – that was so stupid what that officer did. So, it's so it's like, un, unbelievably stupid what that officer did. Yeah, just be better in that situation. Yeah, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right, I think we got it there. Sweet. Now let's go to Packers extend LaFleur, go to Kunston Ball. I like uh, these extensions. It's great. 
Uh, hopefully things go continue to go well in Green Bay for them. Yep, agreed. I mean, it's hard to not want to extend them with how they've performed. So right, right. All right. Now let's go to. I think we got it there. Now let's go to Bear. Bears have the Highland Park High School football team at training camp. This is a great thing that the Bears did. You had a tragic uh, massacre that took place at the July, uh, that, that July 4th parade in Highland Park. Uh, rest, uh, thoughts and prayers are with all the victims uh, and their families. It's a tragic, mm-hmm. tragic massacre. Horrible, horrible, horrible massacre that yep. took place. Um. And good gesture by the Bears. Yeah, 100%. All right, now let's go to Robert Quinn says that he wants to stay with the Bears. I'm a massive fan of this. Huge fan of Robert Quinn. Great player for the Bears. Yeah, I think the Bears are going to do really well this season. I think he's going to be a huge part of that Bears defense again. Yeah, no, I agree. And it'd be like... No, I'm kind of shocked he wants to stay, but you know, very happy he does. Yeah, thousand percent. All right, I think we got it there. I mean, I know, I know, I know you have to leave it like around three or so, so we're gonna try and like uh, kind of go through these topics. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. All right, now let's go to Mecky Beckton moves to right tackle. Uh, I like this move by the Jets. Uh, Becky Beckton in right tackle. They've now put George Fant at left tackle. Mecky mm-hmm. Beckton is a really talented player. So is George Fant. And I think the Jets can have a really good season this year. I agree. I think this, this makes a lot of sense. And, and I think that offensive line is starting to come together in a nice way. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right, now let's go to Corey Clement to the Ravens. I'm a huge fan of this. Uh, Corey Clement had come from – he came from Dallas, and I like the Ravens uh, adding more depth to the running back crew. I think it's a great move by the Ravens. Uh, and uh, best of luck to Corey Clement uh, with the Ravens. Yeah, you can never have too many running backs, and I think uh... – be a good addition. I'm trying to, I think it's, uh, oh no, was it, he came from the Cowboys. Yeah, he came from the Cowboys. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm trying to see the contract. I think it was a one-year deal. Um, okay, he signed from Spotrack. It says, uh, Corey Clemens signed a one year, one million thirty five, one million and thirty five thousand dollar deal, a thousand dollar contract with the Baltimore Ravens, including an average annual salary. Wow, oh, I just said the average, said the contract, and it says, uh, his base is going to base. The base salary is going to be 
one million and thirty-five thousand, and then it, the contract carries a cap hit of eight hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars. So it's a great move by the Ravens, and best of luck to Corey Clement in Baltimore. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. All right, now we have Julio Jones to the Buccaneers, and this is an awesome move by the Bucs. Yeah, that's that's exciting. It's going to be All, real. It is, it is an awesome move by the Bucs. Uh, they get a great wide receiver in Julio Jones. It definitely helps their wide receiver crew a ton, and I think he's going to have a solid season there. I, I'm really high on Julio Jones. Yeah, I think it's, it's hard to not see him having a great year if he stays healthy. Yeah, hundred um, percent. His contract from Spotrack, the contract is worth it's one year, six million dollars. Uh, the signing says the signing bonus is one million and eighty-five thousand uh, dollars, six million guaranteed. Uh, it says in twenty twenty-two, Jones will earn a base salary of one million one hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. And a signing bonus of $4,320,294 while carrying a cap hit of $2,029,058 and a dead cap value of $5,485,294. So it's a great move. I love this move by the Bucks. Uh, they get a solid wide receiver in Julio Jones. At a good price. Yeah, absolutely. All right, now let's go to Todd Bowles says that signing Julio Jones is an added luxury. I absolutely agree with Todd Bowles on that statement. Uh, Julio Jones is he's, like, like we said earlier, Julio Jones is going to be great. And I love, I'm a huge fan of Todd Bowles. I think he's, I think he's going to be, he's going to do very well coaching the Buccaneers. Yeah, I am too. I think it should be fun. All right. I think we got it there. Now let's go to Todd Bull says that Russell Gage is standing out in the Buccaneers wide receiver room. I'm a huge fan of this as well. It's great to see uh, Russell Gage doing well. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I am too. I huge fan of this statement. Yeah, I think that's going to be a fun, fun team to watch. Absolutely. All right. Now let's go to uh, Todd Bull says that Ryan Jensen could miss significant time. Uh, we did say uh, something about this earlier. I mean, it's unfortunate with Ryan Jensen's in injury. Um, like we said earlier, hopefully he can heal up as soon as possible. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, He's such a fun player to watch. He had to miss a lot of time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now let's go to uh, Jerry Jones says that Ezekiel Elliott is the focus of the running game. I like that. It's a good strategy. I know Cowboys, there was a lot of criticism on Twitter about um, Ezekiel Elliott being the focus. Uh, there's a lot of criticism there. Um, people wanting Ezekiel Elliott out and wanting to start Tony Pollard. Uh, I, li I, I like Ezekiel Elliott as 
being the focus of the running game. He's a solid running back. And I think uh, he stay, if he stays healthy, I think he's going to do really well this year. I do too. When he's healthy, he's still one of the best in the league. All right. I agree, man. I absolutely agree. All right. I think we got that there. Now let's go to Justin Field says that Chicago has some passionate fans. I love what Justin Fields is saying there. Yeah. My favorite player on the Bears is Justin Fields. Thank you for coming out and saying that. Uh, I'm a huge fan of that statement. Justin, I think Justin Fields will do very well this season. Agreed. And I'm, I'm excited to see what he does and the new offense and kind of how everything shapes up. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, now let's go to Quan Alexander to the Jets. I love this move by the Jets. The Jets have really bolstered their defense. Quan Alexander is a solid linebacker. And Quan Alexander was with Robert Sala in San Francisco. Uh, and then and they're going to be teaming together again. It's great. I think the Jets get a solid linebacker in Quan Alexander. And uh, best of luck to Quan Alexander on the Jets. Yep, for sure. Um, another, you know, interesting player added to the mix for the Jets. All right, I think we got it there. Now let's go to Carlos Dunlap to the Chiefs. I like the signing by the Chiefs. They bolster their defense. Uh, Carlos Dunlap was formerly on the Seahawks. I like it. Got a good veteran player. No, formally, no. He was, uh, let me see. Yeah, he was formerly on the Seahawks and then the Bengals before that. And he was really solid with the Bengals and the Seahawks. So I, I like that move by the the Chiefs to get him. He bolsters their defense tremendously. He's a great defensive end. Agreed. All right, let's do it. All right, now let's go to Mark Ingram the second Andy Andy Dalton jersey swap. Andy, no jersey number deal. Excuse me. I like this. I. Uh, it's good that uh, Mark Ingram wants to wear uh, Mark Ingram the second wants to wear the number that he wants to wear. And I think it's great. Yeah. And it seems to work out for both guys. So makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's definitely seems to work out. Uh, I'm going to, there's an article on ESPN. I want to pull up. And it's the article is by Mike Triplett, and it's called New Orleans Saints QB and Andy Dalton and running back Mark Ingram agree to deal on jersey number. And it says uh, New Orleans Saints veterans Mark Ingram II and Andy Dalton have completed a jersey swap that can only be described as a win-win. Dalton, who signed with the Saints this offseason, will get the number 14 that he has worn throughout his career as a quarterback with TCU, the Cincinnati Bengals, Dallas Cowboys, and Chicago Bears. Uh, 
Ingram, meanwhile, gets to wear a more slimming number five jersey. Last season, Ingram hilariously tried to explain his angst over the unappealing jersey number choices he had when he returned to New Orleans in a midseason trade. And there is a tweet in the article by the New Orleans Saints and says, jersey number update, Andy Dalton is back to his old number uh, 14. Mark Ingram, the second will be five, has the photo of Andy Dalton in 14. It also says in the article, not only was his former 22, number 2020, excuse me, former number 2022, 22, not an option, but nothing in the 20s or single digits was available either. So Ingram was very reluctantly, very, so Ingram very reluctantly decided to go with 14 uh, because it seemed the best of the worst in quotes. Uh, Ingram said he didn't like the numbers in the 30s because it's too big of a number for me in quotes. Uh, I don't want no 30s, Ingram said. It's just too wide. I'm short, stocky. I got to have a number that fits me a little bit. And then there's another tweet from the Saints saying, unless something changes, I'm going to rock number 14. And then Ingram tells the story of his New Jersey number for now and has the video. This In this tweet, uh, this tweet was from... Uh, uh, October 29th, 2021. That's the video explaining his story. Um, if, you, if you want to play the video, I guess that'd be fine. Mm -hmm. I was trying to get a night number. You know, I didn't necessarily have 22. Wait, let me... Um, how well can you hear it? Reasonably well. All right, let's just. 20, a single, something, you know what I mean? Um, that this team here really is, if they played in a game and they're still on the team, you can't have a number. So, like, the number is, is super, super limited. Like, a 14, 16, 18, 19, like, all the 30s. A lot of runbacks can run 30s, but 30 is too big a number for me. I don't want the 30. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so um, it's, just, it's just too. Too, uh, too wide, short, stocky. I mount it up, you know what I mean? I just, I gotta have the number to assist me a little bit, you know what I mean? So, number options were limited. Chauncey, much respect to him, he said he would give me the number, but I'm, I can't even get it if I wanted it, you know what I mean? But you're still here, so I can't get it. But, um, yeah, so the number, number of options were limited, and I grabbed 14 because it seemed the worst of. of seen the best of the worst, you know what I mean? So, unless something changes, I'm gonna be in 14. <laughs> I said, I asked Lutz, cause I know he's on IRP. I'm like, you care if I rock three? He's like, I don't care what you do, I'm glad you're back. But I guess that got vetoed. And I'm like, maybe I could ask OG Archie, can I wear number eight? Like, in his honor, you know what I mean? I can't wear nine just off of the fact that I played with him, what he did, like, so I'm, I'm, I'm finessing, trying to work something out, but as it stands right now, I'm 14. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, I think we got this situation covered really well. I like sure. what went down. 
there. Um, I like the Jersey number deal. I think it's great. I think we got it. Philip. I think it's great. Yeah. Good. Now let's go to Mike Brown says that the focus is to extend Joe Burrow. I think it's a good focus. It's a really solid focus. Um, yeah, definitely want to be focused on that. Yeah. Joe Burrow deserves a big extension. He's a really solid player. No agreement there. All right. I think we got it there. Now let's go to Joe Burrow appendix. Uh, he had to have his appendix removed. Uh, uh, hopefully Joe Burrow gets better as soon as possible. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a real shame if that kept him out for any long period of time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be a real shame. The surgery was successful, but they don't, they don't know like when he's going to return. Yep, and whatnot. that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, uh, to anyone injured, again, anyone injured, hopefully you get better as soon as possible. Absolutely. Philip, all good? Yeah, sorry. It was just something fell on the counter. No, you're all good, man. All good, man. All right, I think we got everything. Uh, Philip, thank you for coming on. It was great having you. You're welcome anytime. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed. And yeah, uh, Philip, uh, take care. Have a good one. Yep, thanks. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, have a good one. Uh, guys, have a good one. Take care. Bye. <laughs>